Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey! Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on yeah. My Talk 1071. Your talk is fun. So fun. Steve would like to talk about Garfield the cat. Okay, so when you say it like that, it feels like you're undermining what I'm talking what? about. The Hollywood Reporter, never heard of it. They took the time to pen an article about it. Oh, yeah. And as I just said to you before we came back from the commercial break, not everyone has a depraved taste for entertainment. Some of us have little children in our lives that we want to look for some family entertainment. So sue me for talking about Garfield. Plus big fan of lasagna donna's from a town called garfield that's right which is crazy you would have thought garfield i wonder what the box office numbers were in garfield mm-hmm. at whatever trash can movie theater we don't have a movie did. theater i love it not every city has a movie theater that's true i, li- I lived in springdale we had to go to harmer cinemas right uh-huh. okay or waterworks you'd go down to waterworks if you were getting fancy, because that was connected to a strip mall. Uh-huh. So there was like a Hills, which is like a Walmart kind of. So you could go there. Joanne's Fabrics, I think, was there. A Dunham Sports, Sporting Goods. Oh, Did man. your mom call jeans dungarees? No. <laughs> That's a Garfield thing. No, I think it's an older person thing. Like my mom was always like, oh, those are nice dungarees. When no. did you get those? No. By the way, Steve, do any of your children wear <laughs> jeans? Because my kid does not. And I don't think these kids today are wearing jeans. What do they wear? Like athletic pants. Yeah, they don't do jeans a ton. What? In fact, my daughter, my seven-year-old, put jeans on the other day. And she was like, Dad, look, jeans. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you're not in shorts or, yeah, a version of yoga pants or or, or le- no. leggings. Oh, leggings. Okay. Or leg leggings. Okay. <sighs> Back to Garfield. And then I'll get to some tweets, but I don't know that they're super complimentary today. Brett Goldstein. Mm -hmm. Can we settle this once and for all? If it's S-T-E-I-N, is it Stein or Steen? I think it's it's a preference thing. It can't be a preference thing. What do you mean? Some people say Steen. Oh, you mean the preference of the sayer, not in the person whose name it is. The preference on the person whose name it is. Aren't names objectively something? Oh, God. oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, screw that. Brett Goldstein, the mean guy, the curmudgeon guy from Ted Lasso, and Bowen Yang, very funny guy on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. they both joined the Garfield animated movie. Chris mm. Pratt will already oh, okay. star in the movie. It's coming out May 24th, 24. Okay, question. Samuel L. Jackson is going to be in it. Nicholas Holt. Hannah Waddingham. Oh, Another Ted, Another Ted Lasso. Yeah. Cecily Strong, another SNL. And Ving Rames. Obbies, we have the meats. Lending their voices to the feature as well. May I ask a question? I would love it if you would. 
Is there like a crabby guy in Garfield? Garfield is the crabby guy, oh, but that's Garfield's been... crabby. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh boy. Oh, how would I know that? You lived in a town called Garfield. People probably doodled it all the time in your grade school days. Hey, Dada, look at this. Didn't you ever watch the cartoon, the Saturday morning cartoon of Garfield? Never. Oh, interesting. So you only know Garfield from the comic strip. Correct. If you hear him, Rocco, pull up some nineteen nineties Garfield. Oh, Garfield John Arbuckle things because, uh, yeah, he is very, very dry, very monotone, verbally abusive, psychologically abusive to his dog, Odie, his, you know, brother, however you want to look at that. I thought Garfield was like nice. No, and he loves lasagna. He lays around all day. He's, He's like a porch cat. Okay. You would love him. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, big cat. Chris Pratt. I have a hard time imagining Chris Pratt, who's happy go lucky, voicing Garfield as sort of, you know, oh, this again, sure. that kind of thing. He's not fully Eeyore, but he's not a ray of sunshine. Interestingly, too, Chris Pratt, also the voice of It's a Me Mario mm-hmm. in uh, the upcoming Mario Brothers oh. movie, which looks fun. What do you have, Rocco? I'm working on it. It's on Peacock and Tubi and all those things. Uh, Doesn't YouTube just have a thing? Maybe, I'm just, but then I gotta sit through the thing. You guys gotta get YouTube. I actually premium. watched a little bit of Garfield. You're talking about Garfield and Friends from like '88 to '95. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good, didn't they? Yeah, because Garfield and Friends, midway through the episode, they would split over and go to this other universe where there was like a whole pig and chicken world that was happening. And I remember watching like the Halloween show with my boy when he was little. And uh, it was actually legitimately scary. I don't know. Let's just play a little bit of this. Here we go. Really wonderful Italian restaurant near Central Park. Great. It's very visual, right? Here. Yeah, I know. Here's uh, John and Look, understand. Oh, gee, thanks a lot. First, you try to leave me, your best friend, home, and now you're going to spoil my weekend. <laughs> Sounds like you, Donna. <laughs> Who, okay, that so, was Garfield. I feel like that's the voice that was Carmen the Doorman or whatever on that one oh, show. Oh, that's it Rhoda funny, Rhoda. You know what my favorite Garfield <laughs> story is? Please. Is that, you know, because the movie was actually kind of interesting. It had Bill Murray in it as the voice of Garfield. Yep. And he says the only reason he took that job is because the screenwriter of that movie was named Joel Cohen. And he's like, oh, all right, I'll do it. I've never done a voice character, and and it's a Coen brother. I'll do it. Turned out it wasn't one of the Coen brothers. It was just some rando named Joel Coen. That's funny. And so, uh, anyway, those movies are kind kind of funny. They're kind of dumb, you know. But you're right. Garfield and Friends kind of has a cult following. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then Garfield was so hot for a little while that in the 90s, McDonald's was... um, did, did a licensing agreement with Garfield, and my mom had a glass mug that was a Garfield mug, and Odie was going somewhere on a skateboard, but huh. somehow Garfield was pulling the strings. But, you know, it was a big deal in late 80s, early 90s. Um, Some things on Twitter. Uh, let's see here. Valentine, Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson just spouting false information. Apparently, our information wasn't right about Powerball. Sue us. Let's see here. Uh, uh, somebody else said, I'm what not sure. What information? We didn't have any information. Well, we were talking about the lump sum. 
And if it would be oh. all cash at 926 after taxes, turns out oh, there's sure. still a tax on top of that all cash option of 24%, which brings your winnings down to about 750 million. Got it. Okay. Uh, somebody else tweeted us. I'm not sure Steve is seeing himself objectively on this bang energy drink. <laughs> Take it down a notch or 12. <laughs> somebody else showed a gif of a little baby in one of those little like baby saucer pods, you know, just spinning around and around and around. And it just said, Steve. That's hurtful. Are you guys going to watch The Whale? I don't think Maybe. so. It looks what? interesting. Oh. I mean, everybody's talking right. that he's okay, the Oscar yeah. front runner. Why would you maybe, not? Maybe I will. I've, I haven't loved Brendan Fraser before, but this is the turn, right? This is the acting turn that he's everyone's talking though. about. He's really different. What was the, was he in The Affair? Was that? Yeah. Yeah, he was like a prison guard. guard. Mean. Yeah, really, for sure. really, really mean. But um, yeah, so he's in The Whale. It comes out December 9th. Uh, and he's going to play a 600-pound teacher. And I guess, like, he's got this health crisis. Go figure. Um, and in the teaser, you know, it, it's very visual, most of it. But it sounds like people... He's a reclusive guy who who's got really good nature and people are going to exploit him. Mm. So this is um, adapted from a stage play. And Sadie Sink is in this one. Max from Stranger Things. That's right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, There is a, like a teaser trailer online. If you want to look at it. A little more visual than audio. Yeah, very much so. In closing. Yes. um, On Etsy, you could get a McDonald's, McDonald's Garfield mugs for $10.99 and the the distant memory that I had of Garfield and somehow working Odie and there was like a skateboard involved it says Garfield on a skateboard and it says use your friends wisely and Odie is attached to the leash and the leash is attached to the skateboard so Odie is pulling him on the skateboard that was the memory I had wow childhood Cute. What? Speaking of childhood, what decade of your own life would you choose to relive if you could or if you had to, depending on how you want to look at it? We'll get into a couple of studies when we come back. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on my talk. What's up? Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, You're my buddy. Say it back. You're my bu- you're my buddy. Thank you. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial several long term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings are study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, hey listen, I'll tell you fun things before we give you a study. Uh, do you know it's a brand new month here? Boy, it's already nine days. We're almost a third of the way through I can't November. Believe it. Time can't be slowed. Only savored. Wise man once said. Uh, we have new listener rewards. How about this? $1,000 gift cards. Holy Hannah. Enter to win $1,000 in lighting from Southern Lights or $1,000 in custom furniture from Farmhouse Style Furniture. We've also got wild tickets. Enter to win a family four-pack to the game on November 13th, coming up in just a few days. These things and more up for grabs. See it all mytalk1071.com or on the app. Okay. Now. Uh, you go first. What decade of your own life would you want to relive? Or if you had to relive one, I'd like to do it for like a week. I don't want to spend a whole decade, but somebody asked 2,000 American seniors what they would do. 
And the top answer was to go back and experience their 30s again. Yeah, 30s are good. I think 40s are better than 30s, but to redo, to get a second chance, to oh, do to things, live it differently, to do it better. Yeah, I'll tell you. I would say 20s. Now I'm in my 30s, my early 30s. That makes sense. I'm 38. This is an interesting question. Like, would you, would you want to relive it to make changes or relive it to have as much fun as you did? Oh, that's up to you. Yeah, I suppose so. Here's what I would do differently in our 20s is I would have gone out more and not come home from work and said, oh, I'm kind of tired. Let's just stay in tonight. We did that so much during our 20s, and now it's much more difficult to go out. Like, And I'm not even talking about clubbing. Like, I just wish Lou and I, this will sound so basic, but just deal with it, guys. I got married young. It's okay. I wish we would have gone out to eat more, like out to restaurants Mm -hmm. more, because now it's like a chore. You got to get a babysitter. Mm -hmm. You're working it out. And then just the busyness of kid life. It's easy to not carve out that time. That makes sense. And we just came and sat around so often. And it was like, what are we doing? Now, if you went back to your 20s and redid it, would you spend more or less time with Cliff in the hot tub? (laughs) So. So that's coming from a dark place, Rocco, right? Oh, maybe I mean, it's a great place. Let me tell you, if okay. I could enjoy one more soak with Cliff, I would do it in a heartbeat. I don't even know if Cliff is alive anymore. We're, you know what? We're going to have to have some best of stuff that airs over the holidays, yeah. like the Cliff story. We got to get it back in there. The abridged notes, we won't go into all of it, but Cliff was a gentleman of a certain age who lived in the apartment complex where the majority of residents there were college students. But Cliff lived there before it turned into a college place. And so he still lived there. And they had a a pool and a hot tub. And uh, and I I would sit in the hot tub and very often Cliff was there. And I was uh, really pumped when I would see that he was there. He had a thermos of wine, usually red wine. And (laughs) hey, Donna. I always try to just tell the basic facts of this story. My thermos of red wine. And then, I mean, you no, don't want any glassware in the hot tub. Come exactly. On. And the conversation with him was so different than it was okay. with. <laughs> be serious. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> it was different than it was with any of like the college bros or even the, the ladies. It was just, it was different. He had worked, he had, had a full-time job. He had traveled. He was into photography. I'm sorry. Are you? It just all came swimming back. He was probably in his 60s, whatever. And he brought me on my birthday to the apartment a bottle of wine. Uh (laughs) And then at the holidays, he would bring me and my uh, male roommates 
a calendar, a photo calendar that he had put together. Mm-hmm. Mainly body shots. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like it was so vistas and stuff. It was beautiful. Okay, all right. I really did enjoy talking to him. No lie, this is not a bit for me. Like I really did enjoy talking with him. I believe you. I do. It's just it, on paper, it really sounds strange. Would it? <laughs> I think he was there more to look at the ladies. I don't know if that wrinkles the story differently for you or not. I don't know. I don't think. Do you think Cliff was coming on to me? I can't say. I. <laughs> it just sounds a little sketchy. That's all. Sorry. Cliff comes to the hot tub with a bunch of shirtless guys with a bottle or thermos, thermos full of red Blue wine thermos. with his camera. It just <laughs> no, sounds awful. It just does not sound like if I were. Uh, uh, never mind. It, it just bring, it conjures up. A teacher hanging out with his students after hours kind of thing. Sure. Like, hey, guys, I've got wine. <laughs> I'm going to grade some papers. I could use a second set of eyes. <laughs> I mean, anyway, all right, sorry, we digress. Forget it. So, yeah, I'd like to eat at restaurants more in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I get vulnerable with you guys. It just really undercuts. I blame no, you, Rocco. It's very sweet. Like, it's uh, very sweet, like this this innocence. Like, let's say have. this is happening. Where are you going? Where are you going tonight? You're back in your 20s. Yeah, what, where are you going? What Minneapolis restaurant are you going to? Yeah, which, Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> which Outback Steakhouse do you choose? <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, God. And we went to this place in Anaheim. It was called the Lazy Dog Cafe. And it was... Just great. It just was so fun. I remember the food being good. Hmm. First time I ever had like a, a a flight of beers, which I thought was really oh, exciting. That's fun. Would you go out with friends like Lou and? It would a usually group of just friends. be us. We'd go out with people. Oh, here I'm going to get shamed again. Um, like we'd go to a Saturday night church, and then we'd go out afterward with okay. them to like that's a restaurant nice. or no, you know nice. ice cream, whatever. It's nice. It's nice. I just have a giggle fit going. It has nothing to do with what you just said. Like I'm getting faith. Shane. No, no. I think that's really nice. In fact, I weren't there restaurants that were having like church service at the restaurant or over beers. I feel like that was kind of like a. I feel like that was a thing for a little while. When we went to Albuquerque, yeah. they we went to this small church that met in the library of a school. Story gets weirder. And uh, they were like, here are four different like small groups or Bible studies that you yeah. can get involved in. And one was called Beer and Bible. And so they just went to a different brewery each And talked week. about the Bible. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. I think however you can find faith, wherever you find faith. And maybe it's in a hot tub with a guy named Cliff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're my buddy. Uh, oh, you gosh. know, when they say Jesus turned water into wine, some people say that was the first beer run. There when you, you really go. think about it, I love right? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? 651-641-1071. We need a uh, Gen Xer to call in and we need a millennial to call in. You could play, you could win a prize. Very fun game. Everybody can play along. It's next on Donna and Steve. All right, and we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I think um Rocco is gonna work on getting a millennial on the line and a Gen Xer. I mean, you could be you could be a boomer. We're loose. We're loose. We're we loose. don't card you. Yeah, we just need you to have lived through a time that would help 
the person playing the game. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for lifelines. They want us to say. All right, I'm going to hit this button while Rocco's getting the call. I think we got it. Yeah. Versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. (sighs) I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. (laughs) All right, I think we got him. Thanks for calling in, people. Yeah, uh, these are people who love the segment about Cliff and his thermos. Um, <laughs> let's go to Kirsten. She says she's my age. She says she's a Gen Xer. Hello. Hello. Hi, Kirsten. So you're going to be teamed up with Stevie Boy. Stevie. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right, Kirsten. We'll do this together, sister. You bet. Okay. All right. And on the other line, Mary. Mary. Mary, what Mary. do you want? The moon, Mary? Hello? Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're awesome. <sighs> awesome. All right. All right. So can I ask Mary your age, if you don't mind? 52. Nice. Okay. That's okay. not a millennial. That's not a millennial. That's not going to help me. Um, <laughs> Wait, but how old is Kirsten? Bring Kirsten on if we're asking ages. She said she was my Kirsten. age. So I Kirsten, how old are you? There's Kirsten. Oh, sorry. Hey, Kirsten, how old are you? I am 50. Mm. Okay, well, this is going to be a challenge. Uh, Should we tell Mary to call back next week? Oh, man. No, I feel bad. Hold on, let's let's get Mary back on. Let's just let them both play. Listen, Mary might have have kids who can help. You know what I mean? Who they live through some of these things, through the eyes of their kids. All right, we'll just go. We're just, we'll take our chances. Let's just do it. Steve, you go first. Okay. All right. Steve, 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 Steve. Jinx, 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 jinx. Music. Um, I've decided to keep uh, the Louisiana theme going. It's National Louisiana Day, according to the bunk website I go to every day to find themes. So I'm going to ask you, Steve, what Louisiana pianist did the music for the 1989 movie When Harry Met Sally? Mm. All right, I have a thought. Was he old enough to do the music back then, though? I'm just going to go with my gut. Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, you had your gut milk today. Good job. Good job. Gut milk is coursing through my body. All right, me go now. All right, you go Not music. Television. Okay. You got it right this time. Um, I'm going to ask you a question about uh, HBO television. This was a show that debuted in 2002. Okay. Louisiana native Wendell Pierce played Bunk, a Baltimore detective who partnered with McNulty, Mm. a guy Uh. played by Dominic West, Uh. on what acclaimed HBO uh, police uh, drug series? Oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's what they called it. <laughs> sure, On yeah. our next police drug series. <laughs> yes, that's right. 2002? Yeah. Those promos write themselves. Is that like the true thing? Mm, is it? You know, the one mm. that everyone watches with the thing? Previously on Police Detective Drug Series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dominic West. Wow. 2002. True 
That hasn't been on that long. That hasn't been on for 20 years. Uh, and the New Orleans connection is the fact that uh, Bunk, played by Wendell Pierce, a uh, Louisiana native. Did you tell her what city this was set in? I didn't. Oh, uh, did I? Let's tell yeah, her. I think I did. Did I say Baltimore. a Baltimore detective who partnered with McNulty? McNulty. A guy played by Dominic West on what acclaimed HBO police slash drug series. Oh, I meant on. to rewrite that. And I'm going to say the answer is... Narcos. That's not bad, Mm -hmm. except it is. Uh, It is The Wire. wire. Oh, why'd you give me a... Oops, sorry. Yeah, (laughs) damn it. I messed up. It is a zero. Okay, thanks. Let's go back to Steve. Go. Television. Television. Uh, In 1992, that's still kind of Gen X adjacent. What Louisiana saxophonist became the leader of the Tonight Show band when Jay Leno replaced Johnny Carson? Branford Marsalis. Okay, it's two nothing. Bam. Louisiana's my sweet spot. I guess. Fine. All right, Donna. How about this? Spin the wheel. I'm your your Bayou buddy, Donna. Movies. Movies. Uh, 1998, Donna. What Adam Sandler football-themed movie set in Louisiana was released? I'm going to say Waterboy. Waterboy. Two to one. Wow, never saw it. After two. All right, all right. Stand by. Back to you, Steve, to spin that wheel. You still have a lifeline. Movies. Movies. Uh, there was a 1989 uh, movie sequel called Blank Lives. You're, it's your job to fill in the blank. Uh, it starred Chevy Chase as the titular character. Sure. Boy, I worked the word pianist and titular into this yeah. uh, segment. I'm pretty <laughs> sure proud did. of myself. You're walking a tightrope, my friend. Uh, he plays the titular character, an L.A. Times reporter who also turns out to be a bit of a crime solver. Name that character and fill in the blank. Blank Lives. My only guess here would be Fletch lives. Let's bring Beth on. Okay, we Beth. have Mary and a Kirsten. Uh, pick one of them. <laughs> Let's go to Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten! This, this. Oh, you are lucky today because I loved the first one so much. It's Fletch. It is Fletch. Okay, awesome. We're de- Fletch lives, Fletch. man. Yes! And you know, I gotta say, the other day, I recommended to you guys a movie on Showtime, Confess Fletch, starring John Hamm as Fletch. I thought it was pretty great, and you guys both poo pooed it. Nice. So I'll tell Kirsten to go watch it if you have Showtime. It's funny. John Hamm's yeah, handsome and charming. Absolutely. If All it's right. anything like the first one, it is a bit like the first one. I mean, he's not Chevy Chase, but he brings his certain John Hamm je ne sais quoi to the really? role. I also worked je ne sais quoi in today's segment. Uh, yeah. Donna can't win, nor can Mary, but oh, we'll no. still play the last All right. question. Just for fun. Not music. Music. What pop star has an exhibit at the Kentwood, Louisiana Historical and Cultural Museum? Why do I get all these like <laughs> cerebral questions? That's and a tough like, question. Fill in the blank. Basically, I'm asking blank you what lips. pop star is from Kentwood, Louisiana? I'm going to say, and I'm, I could bring in Mary, I believe that to be Britney Spears. All right, ask Mary. Mary, do you think it's what? Britney Spears? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about all these questions, 
And I'm sorry, whoever gets me, because I have no idea. That's because you're not a millennial, but it's all right. We're happy That's to okay. have you. I think this is Britney Spears. You're right. Thank you. All right. Um, so here's the deal. I, both Monday and Tuesday, um, I did not give away tickets to She Said, a thrilling drama that tells the story of how two New York Times reporters helped launch the hashtag Me Too movement Tuesday, November 15th at AMC Rosedale because Monday we had a Florida winner. Tuesday we had a Canadian winner. In fact, I think they were both losers. Um, so I'll talk to Marion Kirsten and see if they want to go to that. Otherwise, uh, one of them can get a T-shirt. I like your style. Thanks, Thank Rocco. Rocco. Thanks for putting what that game. game together. Thanks, Rocco. Thank you, ladies, for playing. Thank you, Kirsten. Okay. Thank you, Mary. Okay, bye. Bye. I got an email. Oh, oh yeah? This was a... Mail This is from Sarah. Sarah asks, regarding the Cliff story... Would the whole story be as creepy if his name hadn't been Cliff? I mean, if it was Mark, it just doesn't seem as bad. I don't think it would change anything. And listen, we're not age shaming, so please. Oh, yeah, we got an age email. Once. Your email. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. It's the difference in age. Yeah. Why does. I don't know. It just feels. Mm, a little who's that guy who used to do the Hugh Hefner nope uh, a reporter who used to have the oh. show to mm. catch a predator oh, or whatever Chris Hansen yeah it's a little it's got a little of that kind of vibe to it on paper that's all I'm saying boy that show was wild yeah oh my gosh they were busting dudes red handed I there, but don't you think there is there something immoral about that? I'm just wondering out loud about what the guys were doing. Yeah, because they're kind of. You mean them trapping them? Yeah, it's entrapment. I don't know. It's a sting, though, right? I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, it's like uh, posing as a hitman, and then it turns out you're the feds because you found out this woman is looking to kill off her husband. Her looking to kill off okay. her husband is immoral. Thank you. Thanks for clearing that up. Donna, listen. I mean... We have been through ups and downs today, and the highs have been high, and the lows, I cannot stress this enough. Have been super Extremely low. Extremely low. Yeah, like the it's, lowest. The, my, I've had, you know, we're, sometimes our commercial breaks are really fun. And then there are these days... <laughs> yes. Donna's yes, thinking are. of making a homemade sling for her hurt shoulder it, with possibly an old bed sheet. I could just go to Joanne Fabrics. Or, or Goodwill. I could go to Goodwill. Or the doctor. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to do first. I'm going to try a little home remedy. Okay. And I'll give that two weeks. And two if it weeks. doesn't work, if it doesn't get better, then I'll go to the doctor. Can I make a third suggestion? Sure. And not that I don't think that you're crafty and just you've got Michael's written all over you. But... <laughs> You could also, because you'll have to buy sheets and then you'll have to like, you're going to use like a stapler or something, or you could go to the pharmacy or like CVS and buy a sling. sling. Okay. Maybe that's a happy medium. I'll give that a shot. Thanks, Steve. You're my buddy, boo. Thank you. I am going to go soon. Okay. But not before we do apple onion soup. The apple and onion, the high and low of our experience today on the show. Uh, and then, you know what? Why don't we do this? 
Would you like to call in any caller? Do you have an apple and an onion from today's show? A high mark and a low mark? 651-641-1071. We'll take your apple and onion if you've got one. And then we'll call it on to the cafeteria to find out what's the soup. That's coming up next. Donna and Steve. Hey, good morning. Final stretch. Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071. It's the place where talk is fun. It's fun. Pap, pap, and D-bone. D-bone and pap, pap. Pap, pap. Big nasty. Mm, I don't like the big nasty right. thing. That just sounds awesome. not good. Oh. No. <laughs> I was interpreting it differently. I like the way you communicate. It's fun to talk to people. In fact, we <laughs> usually do now an apple and an onion, sort of a high and low of the day. And we said, if you want to call and tell us what your high and low was of the show, you know, particularly, yeah. uh, let us know. So do we have a caller yeah, on the line? Patty's uh, on the phone. She said she's... Uh, Recovering from the COVID, so she sounds a little off, but okay. uh, she sounded fine to me. Hey, Hi, Patty. Patty, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Hi, guys. Hi, Steve. Hi, Donna. Oh, uh, hi. hi. Well, Aww. listen, we hope that you you heal quickly and get back to full speed yeah. soon enough. Take good care of yourself. I'm, I'm Actually, I'm better, believe it or not, um, than I was. So if this oh, sounds good. not good, you should have heard me a couple days ago. Oh, my um, gosh. Well, we're yeah. glad, glad we got you today and not on Monday, Absolutely. frankly. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy to be here. Long-time listener, but not a first-time caller. Oh, okay. Well, um, wonderful. Uh, what's your the, apple and onion today? The retelling of Cliff. <laughs> Donna, don't do that. It's my onion. <laughs> Wait, that's your onion. That's your onion. Thank you very much. No, no, I'm not done yet. Mm. I'm not done yet. It's my onion because I laughed so hard. I had a massive coughing fit. Oh, no. I'm sorry. But it's an apple because I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. So it was kind of like this, oh, my God, Donna, you're giggling in the background. <laughs> uh, I was almost on the floor. I was, I was trying to be so... respectful. I was trying to be like, okay, let Steve just I tell know. the story. And then it it took over. It just, I was possessed. I know, I, but I feel the same. And Steve, yes. you know, God love you. I, <laughs> I, I, can, I remember my five years in college. And I did a lot of things <laughs> in those five years. Yeah. And... I would look back on a time with somebody like Cliff, and I would think, now granted, if it was all of us girls in a hot tub and some old guy with a ponytail and a thermos full of wine <laughs> joined us, that's a whole different story. Yeah, right? did he have a ponytail? No, she wrote the ponytail in, as people are tending to do right now. <laughs> did he have a ponytail? Am I right, though? No, he didn't have a ponytail. No, oh, he didn't have a ponytail. Please let him have been a pipe smoker. No, he had like uh, oh, he had normal like older man hair, you know, when it's thinning, but it still covers your head. Oh, and he had a comb over. Yeah, probably. And then a uh, like thin, you know, like the thin rimmed gold glasses, mm. you know, kind of like Dwight Schrute glasses. Okay. Don't laugh, okay, Patty. Don't Patty. do it. Okay, let me say this though: the thermos. I'm, I'm still stuck on the blue thermos. <laughs> so it wouldn't break. Rocco's right. You got to be pool safe. And guess what? Cliff is a rule follower, man. He abides by that. Okay. I love it. I love the story. I, I, I'm i sure he was a great guy. Although I, we have to thank him for giving us, at least Donna and I could thank him. So much laughter. Laugh so hard. It's just I love it. Fantastic. <sighs> so thank you both, you guys. You oh, make me laugh every Patty. day. But today was... Today was Hands down, hardest in a long time. Oh, thank yeah. you. Get better soon, thank okay, you, Patty. Patty? You bet. Thank Bye. you, Patty. Thanks for the call. Thank you so much for listening. I will say, 
<laughs> I know how you guys feel about the Cliff story. We've been down this path before, but when I was telling it earlier this hour, I thought I was really giving a no pun intended a Cliff's Notes version of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I thought I was just hitting a real top line and like, hey, we'll deal with this later. This will be in a best of show somewhere. So when you started laughing, it actually caught me off guard all over again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it, I, I swear I was trying to be quiet. And then I, it's like trying to be quiet in church. Rocco, you know, when something tickles your fancy and you just can't. Can you stop. find the moment? Is that too hard to find right now? Oh, like when we of first when, talked about No, no, oh. just today. When yeah, I, I tried to, when Donna... Stop supporting me and was that, that said was, that this uh, is no longer a safe place. Around 11, 18, maybe. Yeah, yeah right around there. Yeah, yeah so somewhere around there. Talking about right. the whole thing. Um, um, that was my apple as well. And my onion was hearing about one of the founding members of the country group, Alabama, passing away. Mm. Jeff Cook. Mm. Um, CMA Awards on tonight, ABC. My Thank apple you. was probably the surge of energy that I felt hour one when I had the bang energy drink. It really does feel good to have that much really? um, energy surging through your body. So that was great. And my onion was probably that I uh, lost the election yesterday. <laughs> okay, I think That's I got amazing. it. Mm-hmm. No, it's a joke. Steve Patterson, ma- ma- marijuana candidate, okay. governor. It wasn't me. It was someone else. Here it goes. My like, sister wrote that. Doing? Now, if you went back to your 20s and redid it, would you spend more or less time with Cliff in the hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's coming from a dark place, Rocco, right? Oh, maybe I mean, it's a great place. Let me tell you, if okay. I could enjoy one more soak with Cliff, I would do it in a heartbeat. I don't even know if Cliff is alive anymore. We're, you know what? We're going to have to have some best of stuff that airs over the holidays, yeah. like the Cliff story. I should have dropped it right here. We got to get way. it back in there. <laughs> the abridged notes, we won't go into all of it, but Cliff was a gentleman of a certain age who lived in the apartment complex where the majority of residents there were college students. But Cliff lived there before it turned into a college place. And so he still lived there. And they had a, a pool and a hot tub. And uh, and I, I would sit in the hot tub. And very often Cliff was there. And I was in, uh, really pumped when I would see that he was there. He had a thermos of wine, usually red wine, and <laughs> there it is. Hey, Donna. <laughs> I was trying to just tell the basic facts of this story. Like, a thermos of red wine. And then, I mean, you no. don't want any glassware in the hot tub. There exactly. it was. There's the moment. <laughs> and she tried so hard. I was just being quiet. I just had my chin in my fist <laughs> and just leaning on my chair. And then, oh, it just it overtook me. I'm sorry. Oh, nothing to see here, guys. I just broke my headphones off. Oh, sorry, Steve. Just snap that. Oh, man. What do I do? Call Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was that you tried so hard oh, to hold in the laughter, but that it I came did. out in the. Rocco, <laughs> <laughs> can we hear it one more time? You already I, think I, it I think I had it somewhere. Oh, gosh, it. Let's see, it goes. Hey, Donna. There, he had a thermos of wine, usually red wine. And. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Donna. <laughs> All right, let's call the calf and find right, out what this is. Tom was very busy yesterday, and he was like, there was no way I was picking up the phone. And we were giving poor poor Brian a hard time, and it, he wasn't in yesterday because his son was sick. Oh, man. I hope you feel good about yourself. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm just Are we asking what the entree is today? Is I think so, because it oh, is it's Wednesday. chilly Wednesday. But, oh, Your call is being blown us up. Donna, leave him a message, but one oh, of your I mean... Up, sorry. One Rocco. of your mean ones. No, I'm not going <laughs> like to. The, oh! Oh, I, I did look I'm up. Brian! <laughs> I'm better than all of you! This is the uh, item today. The ro- uh, I'm going to go with Rodeo Burger. I don't think it's Rodeo. What do you think is on the Rodeo Burger? What is an, that? an onion ring, maybe? Oh, uh, yes. I want to eat that. Sick. I'm going to eat it. Ooh, I think I'm going to eat bad today. Ooh, Pappy's Ooh. really naughty. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Said Cliff. Hey, Rocco! Daddy's <laughs> feeling naughty. Said Cliff. Why did you, you know have what? to say you guys, that? You guys, I tell you. Steve, I mean, we're sorry. We're a little cynical, and you're a little not. Hmm. It's okay. It's what makes the world go round. I used to love Bob Ross. Okay. Just put a little dab All here right. on that right. peak. That's not how he sounds. <laughs> it didn't help when he, there was oh, something not good me. about the brushing, beating the um, brush on the palate thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, Donna, it. stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like this is a safe place anymore. It's like a euphemism. He uh, was, do, he. Well, these, in that documentary, they said that he did know that, you know, he had a, females who were watching him and was sort of talking to them in sort of like bed, Room voice. Yeah. Happy little tree. Yikes. Uh Um, We're going to go get the Rodeo burger. Said no one. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to take a a 21 hour break. Fine. We do have a meeting. We should definitely, definitely record the entire meeting in B. Arthur's office. For HR. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.